0: Welcome to the Life as an Observer podcast. My name is Ryan Bean. I am your host in Self Observation. This podcast is an exploration of physical and non physical self through discussion around yoga, meditation, self improvement, self realization, and practices that elevate the mind body soul connection. Let's start observing. This episode of Life as an Observer is made possible by patron support. If you'd like to support this program, you can visit patron.podbean.com backslash Life as an Observer to learn more. Welcome to the Life as an Observer podcast. I am really excited today to begin what I'm calling the Abundance Code Project with you. I um, just want to start with a few announcements, a few things that are happening in my world, and we'll get right into what the Abundance Code is, how you can be a part of it, um, how you can manifest things for yourself, and uh, really just sort of being uh, proactive in this. Uh, I was quite uh, motivated, inspired this last weekend, and uh, came up with this idea. So first things first, welcome to the podcast. If it's your first time here, welcome. We talk about all things kind of... a. Uh, mind-body and soul connection. And, you know, sometimes it has to do with psychedelics, sometimes it has to do with breath work, sometimes it has to do with just things that are happening in the world that I'm interested by. Um, If you're liking this content or if you feel like you'd like to be kind of more immersive into my experience, I do have a patron page here. I think we talk about it in the announcements there. That's really how I fund some of the stuff that I do, uh, including the van lifing, which has been happening now for over a year and some of the the really neat experiences that I've been able to share on the podcast have come from the funding from the patrons there, uh, just allowing me to be able to not work as hard in the way of 9 to 5 doing things, but really being more into the way of projects, hence the Abundance Code project. So we'll talk about that a little bit, but we're right at the end of February here when I'm recording this, and I want to tell you about a few things that I'm doing that may interest you. Now, I'm... um, uh, i going to post them in the the show notes so that you can kind of get in there uh, so you don't have to memorize anything. But if you're sitting down and you want to write some of these things down, you can. So starting as early as March the 4th, I'm teaching a class called Breath as Medicine. Now I haven't quite decided if I'm going to call it uh, my style of breath work, breath as medicine yet, but I, I seem to use it quite often. I am a co-founder with Language of Breath, and you've heard me talk about that, and founder of Ketamine Breathwork, which we've talked about that also, which I may share a little bit today about, but... Breath is Medicine is sort of a style where I've taken what I know with breath work from Pranayama, from Wim Hof Method, uh, and from what I do with Language of Breath, and created a style I call Breath is Medicine. That is in southern Utah, so if you're interested, that is on March the 4th at Sunrock Yoga at 11 o'clock. Welcome to join that. I also have a Wim Hof Method Fundamentals class the next day, Sunday the 5th. That is at Shrew North Float in St. George. Now, really exciting news. At the end of that week, which is March the 10th, Um, I'm part of a group called the breath source and this is the ultimate resource for breath working and it's an app that's out on Android and on the App Store I will have some affiliate links that I'll post and you'll see them through my social media through my YouTube and so forth Um, so you can download the thing but breath source app is coming out Uh, the launch is March the 10th and I have um, some content on there underneath the language of breath and I'll have my own tile um, which, again, we're deciding if it's going to be called Breath is Medicine or just Ryan Bean. I haven't quite decided yet, but it will be in the middle of April when that comes out. Uh, going into the weekend, uh, I have uh, on March the 11th, I have a uh, ketamine breathwork group. That we're doing up at Great Salt Lake Wellness in Bountiful, Utah, and it is a ketamine breathwork group. To get a part of that, you just have to go to Ketamine.com, do your consultation, get your script, and then come to that event. It's uh, really modestly priced in relating to ketamine um, treatments and psychotherapy. If it's something that you're interested in, you've been doing, or you're just curious about, reach out to me. I'm happy to talk to you about it. And to offer you um, some insight about how doing to, to get being a part of that. And I do offer um, ketamine assisted uh, psychotherapy and breath work on, uh, on Zoom also. And we do it through usually telehealth sometimes if it's your first time. But um, I do that also. And you can just reach out to me directly um, through my Instagram, um, which is Ryan Bean Yoga or Um, by emailing me at ryan at com, and I can give you some instruction how to to participate in some ketamine breath work. Um, I'll talk about that more in detail in other podcasts and maybe some coming forward. But um, at the end of the month, I am really honored, those who are TEDx fans, um, I'm speaking at TEDx, and TEDx will be March the 23rd. This one is at Tuacon um, Indoor Theater. It's called the Hafen Theater. And it is in St. George, or the area of St. George, a beautiful, beautiful theater in the Red Rocks. And um, I'll be speaking at that now. I mean, usually it usually takes a month, couple months afterward, and it'll be on YouTube. And, of course, I'll be posting about it, talking about it. But if you want to come to St. George and see it live, uh, lots of amazing speakers. Uh, I, I tell you, I had some moments of... Where I felt a little insecure because some of the stories are really amazing, and I'm like, "Man, am I part of this group?" And then, of course, <laughs> I realized that I that I am. But like, it was very uh, it was very humbling to me to be in such a, a talented and group that has such amazing stories. So that's on March the 23rd. TEDx is happening at um, at uh, Tuacon. Um, I do a monthly integration group. So I do have some stuff happening there. We're doing a monthly integration. It is on Zoom. Again, I'll post the link um, for the, the group. Um, on This one happens to be on March the 30th. March the 30th so there's a psychedelic integration group. You can join it. You can hang out. You can talk about your experiences. You can learn about psychedelics. You can integrate them. You can hear other people's experiences. I do that once a month. It's for free. It's on Zoom. Really just a service I'm offering to my clients, but also anyone who really needs it. So there you go. Um, I do have a retreat coming up at the end of March. If you happen to be in Southern Utah, it's at Flanagan's. I'm t- just teaching one day, though. So it's not like a full uh, thing. They, they do have a full program, but I'm only teaching one day. So then I'm taking a little bit of a break. I'll just tell you, going to uh, Mexico, uh, if anybody wants to guide me. I've never been to Cabo, but I'm going down there for my birthday. And I'm going to see if I can find some retreat centers and places to, to eventually go back to. But what I want to talk about is April the 23rd, I'm going to be doing a ketamine group in Death Valley. So just right on, just right outside of Las Vegas, it's inside California, and it'll be at a place called Cherry Cloud Oasis. A really beautiful place in the middle of Death Valley. Um, they have campers and buses and all kinds of cool stuff. You can bring your own camper, you can't, you know, bring your own tent if you wanted to, but they do have facilities there. And we're going to be doing a ketamine breath work along with kind of a 4D experience. What that means is listening through the headphones, having lights and all kinds of different things be part of this experience and making it really, really amazing. So, that is on the 23rd. Um, moving into that next week, Inspire Fest. Inspire Fest with Jesse Coomer is a breathwork retreat we're doing at Homestead, Utah, and that is on the 28th or 30th. I feel like I just have a lot, a lot of stuff going on here. I um, want to share a few of them with you. That may be some of the key pointers and ways that you can find me. Um, there are some other dates that I'm doing with, um, with St. George ketamine assisted groups, ketamine assisted breath work groups. Um, but the major one that I want to jump to is in June. I'm going to be in Alaska. So those who want to get away and go up to Alaska, um, you're welcome to, to come up. It's every If you live there, you listen to me from there. This is on June the 9th through the 11th. And it's going to be in Hatcher Pass. So just maybe an hour north of Anchorage. And we're doing a language of breath style um, breath work retreat. And this is going to be um, with some friends of mine from up there at Hatcher Pass Yoga, and we're going to put in, um, for hormetichealing.com. Um, if you go there, you can find tickets. So just hormetichealing.com, and they're the hosting it and hosting me to come up there. But be a weekend. I'm probably going to go up for an extra couple of days, or three or four or five days. <laughs> we haven't decided yet, but um, to um, just look around Alaska and see what's happening, and kind of get acquainted and do some stuff. So if you're interested in coming to Alaska, go to hormetichealth.com, and you can check that out. Um, and then I will be speaking at the summer revival, which is the divine assembly, um, divine assembly, summer revival in Northern Utah from the 22nd to the 25th. Um, I have a few other things coming up after that, but I think that's, we're good here. We got into June and you know where to find me. Um, we have a lot of things coming out with the breath source app language of breath, um, has a book coming out. Jesse's releasing that. Um, you'll hear me talking about that. We'll probably even do a little interview here on the podcast with it. I think the last piece. I will put it in my in my bio because um, it's hard to, to describe a link to you. But I'll tell you that I have a partnership with Hemp Lucid. Now they are not. There's no ads on this on this channel, but they've been a really good partner and really supportive um, of of me and kind of the mission that I'm trying to get out there. And they've also just really been like pushing these really cool products. Um, towards me to try out and I will tell you that I'm always skeptical about ads and things like that but the fact is this product is working so I want to tell you a little bit about it. Is um, hemp lucid has these gummies okay? they're functional mushroom gummies and these functional mushroom gummies for me have replaced um, my nighttime some of my nighttime routine you know some of the things I used to do before going to bed so I could sleep they really helped me sleep through the entire night They're a mix of CBN and some valerian root and some reishi, and they're just really amazing for sleep. There's also focus gummies, which I think, I believe it has lion's mane and um, some other uh, L-arginine and whatnot, and then they do have ones for stress. Now, I haven't used the stress ones as much, Um, maybe I just need to so I can give you a good review, but... I really love the focus gummies when I'm really feeling like I need to like tighten it up, really focus. Don't want caffeine, you know. Uh, I don't really enjoy the feeling of caffeine. I like how it feels for an hour, but then the crash happens, and and then I feel like I was just the same. And so I try to reamp up caffeine, and then I end up with a headache, and none of us want that. And these gummies have really changed everything. They're vegan gummies, which makes me super happy, and. They work (laughs) they work. I'm telling you friends. I would not tell you they they don't they work if they don't I have been doing them a lot My partner and I both use them before we go to bed and I highly recommend the sleep gummies We've also been using the sleep stack. I don't have as much um, Experience with the sleep stack, but I can tell you that I also sleep really well with those but the sleep gummies They're amazing and something that hemp lucid is doing now I'll put the link in my bio, but they're giving a free free sample packs <laughs> so if you want to get some free sample packs go to my link in the bio or in the description below and you'll get a link to to their promotion which is gonna give you free gummies I think you can get all three of them and if I remember right it's six of each so that's gonna get you through six nights six days whole week and then using the discount code Ryan Bean yoga you'll get uh, 10% off of your purchase. I highly recommend it. We all have enough stress. We have enough things we have to focus on. And frankly, caffeine does not help us. It keeps us awake at night. If we drank it too late in the day, it gives us the jitters. And, you know, I, going to sleep is always difficult for some. And even just focusing is hard. So get off the caffeine, get on the gummies. I'm telling you, you will definitely, definitely love it. And if you don't, they have a, a money back guarantee, a risk-free guarantee. So, you're really out nothing if you don't like it give it a try it's in the description and let's move on to today's subject about the abundance code project now the abundance code project um i want to start with uh just a a quote from dr wayne dyer um he said that abundance isn't something that we acquire it's something we tune into and i've always not always believed this I've always believed that I was, you know, maybe I was born in under the wrong parents or I was, you know, in the wrong state or, you know, the wrong family or who knows. I I just, I always had these kind of belief systems for, as I was growing up, as I was kind of struggling. And as I started listening to more Abraham Hicks and as I started really practicing some of the, the techniques from Dr. Wayne Dyer, from, um, um, Bob Proctor and and from Abraham Hicks and and others, I really began to change my story. So I want to start with a a story of my own, um, that is inspiring the abundance code project. I'm going to tell you more about it, but essentially I'm going to be doing a fundraiser and I'll I'll get into that at the end of the podcast. So I'm just listening to these, um, I guess I'm going to give uh, six steps, I'm sorry, seven steps, um, to the Abundance Code and then I will offer the Abundance Code project. So I was uh, went to the ATM to make a deposit over the weekend. I had been given some cash for an event that I was doing and I don't really carry a lot of cash on me, um, just very little. And the cash that I do have, uh, usually singles, ones, or money that I don't feel like I was supposed to have. I had a $20 bill that um, was returned to me, uh, l- long story basically, but I had paid twice for a camping spot when I was down at Lake Mead and it was returned to me and I didn't really expect it back. And so I just kind of thought of that as money that wasn't mine. And so I just kind of keep it like in this little envelope, um, little billfold that I keep. And I usually end up giving it to those who are in need whenever I see them. I'm like, here, take some of this, take some of that, whatever. If someone has a sign and they're looking for money. That is probably where it's gonna go if I have that handy. So I was depositing some money and the ATM just didn't want to accept it. It just wanted to accept some of it, but not all of it. It Kept spitting it back at me. So I was like, well, you know, I guess it's not supposed to be in there. I didn't think much of it at the time. I was just like, okay, I'll keep this. It was, you know, maybe a hundred dollars. And I was like, okay, it was a couple 20s, some fives, some ones. And I had some other ones that I had collected. So overall it might've been a hundred dollars. I didn't really even count it. And I turned to my partner and I said, you know, all this extra money that just kind of got spit out. just I feel like it needs to go to somebody. I'm just going to kind of hold this money aside. I'm not going to worry about it so much. So I just sort of put it like in my pocket. And, you know, sure enough, i we were going to stay at a, a friend's house. She wanted to let us stay there for, for nothing, which I was really grateful for our new Airbnb. And so I said, yeah, we'll go check it out. But I wanted to bring her a little gift. So we went by the the local store there, and I was like, I'm just going to get her a candle, something that's really nice to do. And as I pull in, I see a gentleman holding a sign saying, uh, "Homeless, you know, hungry, need work, or you know, anything helps." That kind of that kind of sign. I didn't really even read a sign, honestly. I just noticed him, and noticing that he had some needs. So I parked my van pretty close to him, I don't know, a couple spots away from where he was, or where he was holding his sign. And I just walked up to him, very uh, genuinely and authentically. I said, "Hey, what's your name, man? How you doing?" And he told me his name was Benny. And he said, "Yeah, I'm doing pretty good." Um, and I said, "Hey, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to help you. Is there anything you need?" Before I handed him money, um, I just said, "Anything you need?" And he just looked down at his his torn sweatshirt and said, "Uh, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to get a new sweatshirt if, <laughs> if that's possible." And I said, "Yeah, no problem. The store I'm going into, they sell them, and I'll, you know, tell me your size." So he said he was an extra large and I said, okay, yeah, no problem. I can get that. And, um, you know, I just asked him how he was doing and, you know, money wise, you know, what is he, he said, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, you know, I asked him if he needed a tent or a sleeping bag or anything to sleep. And he says, no, I'm staying at this, you know, this hotel down the road, but it's a nightly rental kind of thing. And you have to pay with cash. And, you know, I'm just trying to make money so I can stay there and, and be in that hotel. And I was like, okay, well, you know, how much does it cost and you know, what do you need? And, he he went on to tell me, and so and I, you know I didn't really care about the, the, the numbers. I'm just going to be real with you. It d- didn't make a difference to me if he needed ten dollars or a thousand dollars, whatever it was was gonna was gonna be a part of what I gave him. So um, I just took out my that wad that I had in my in my. It seemed like it was bigger than it really was, and I had a lot of ones in there. I had a few twenties and a bunch of fives, so it felt like a really big wad of money. But um, maybe it would been maybe it was a little over a hundred dollars, and I handed that to, to Benny. And he said, no, I can't accept that. And I said, well, you're going to have to because I'm giving it to you. (laughs) That's just the way it is. This is money that was given back to me and uh, I need to give it away. This is what I was called to do. Um, And so I'd like you to have it. And he began to become very emotional and it was very genuine that he was appreciative of what was happening. Now, I don't tell you the story, you know, to say, look at me, look at me. It was more because of what happened next. And uh, so I just asked him what he needed and it was the shirt. So I went into the, you know, I said, I'll be back, dude, just hang out here. Um, I got him a shirt, um, and I picked up a pack of socks cause I just figured he could use that and some water. And I came back to him and, you know, I just think that he was really grateful to be seen as a human, not as a, you know, a homeless person that didn't have an identity. I've heard so many stories of, you know, when you recognize someone as human, how there's like this this baggage that comes along with it. It's really hard sometimes because you see them as their, you know, what Ram Dass was called as Channel One. You know, you see them as their outside appearance, and it's really easy to avoid them or to give them a hard time or to, you know, maybe even even call them names because you're looking at them from the from their outside perspective you're not looking anywhere inward and i was trying to see him as a you know a deep word on you can if you want to investigate this more about ramdas's five channels um it kind of goes into it but basically i was trying to see him as channel four as just like another soul trying to be you know trying to get by and so i brought him the shirt the socks the water and very grateful but as i was handing it to him a lady went by, and I mean, there was two people in the car. I think it was a man and, and a lady, and the lady yelled at her window. He's been here for months. Don't help him. He needs to get a job. And I, I could see that Benny was was quite hurt when he heard that, and enough to where he became kind of angry, almost as though he's heard this before, where people yell at him and call him names and don't see him as human, and. She drove away in her cowardly way, just didn't stop, you know, just cowardly, yell out the window, call somebody names and keep driving. Keep in mind, this is Sunday and I'm in Southern Utah, pretty conservative religious state. Uh, who knows, maybe, maybe lady may have come from church and just still didn't see the humanness in, in another human who was struggling. And I asked him, I said, hey, you know, don't let that get to you. And he goes, I've been trying to get a job. He's like, I had one, but the problem is I needed, I need money in between my paychecks. It doesn't pay for what I need and what I can qualify to work for, you know, just doesn't, doesn't pay the bills. And I, you know, I just, I'm doing my best. And I said, I hear you, buddy. I hear you. So I'm going to come back to Benny's story um, at the end of the podcast and how this relates to the abundance code project. But I want to talk first about just abundance and how it flows through us. So for me to give Benny money and to buy him things, was not because i was trying to say look at me look how great i am it was because i knew that that stuff was not mine i knew that that money that was flowing through me is is going to come back to me and i'm not trying to make it come back to me i just know that letting things go and helping others is one of these steps so let me tell you what the steps are to the abundance code first is to recognize the power of thought now our thoughts tell us all kinds of things every single day they tell us You know, if we're angry, if we're upset, they tell us, just like the lady who drove by, if we're in disgust, if we have an opinion about something, our thoughts are our barometer to the world. And most of the time we are reacting to our senses. So what we see, like the lady, what we smell, what we hear, and sometimes our thoughts are based in fear and scarcity. And that's really kind of what I think was happening there was maybe she was afraid that she saw too many news stories about homeless people or something and said that he's going to rob us or steal us when that's the furthest thing from his mind he doesn't want to steal anything he just wants to get a hotel room at the end of the night and our amygdala that's in our limbic mind is really what regulates our fear response and when our amygdala lights up from this place of our senses um, kind of talking to our brain so a bottom-up signal we feel Insecure ourselves, we feel as though we are not safe, and so we react in these fear-based uh, ways and sometimes scarcity ways, where we don't think we have enough. Trust me, friends, I have been there, where I've, you know, been feeling like I didn't have enough, and like where I had to pay half of a bill to you know, hopefully feel a little bit better and then I could pay the other half of the bill or done payday loans so that you just get it paid off. Even though there's like the interest associated with it, you just do it because you feel better to have it paid off. I started doing um, some focus wheels based on Abraham Hicks principles about abundance many, many years ago and basically writing things Um, like I love how it feels to pay all the bills on time. I love how it feels to have a full refrigerator. I love how it feels to feel safe. And I was doing these with my focus wheels. Now that's a topic for another podcast, but it's an, it's an activity that I use to change and shift my thoughts. And what this does is it allows us to shift in a way that, looks at what is wanted rather than maybe what is in front of us. So you may even ask yourself, what do I need to do to shift my thoughts? I don't know what that is for you. Maybe it is looking at something that's a little bit uh, funner to look at, maybe um, maybe you have less of an opinion about. Maybe you can look at things that are just pretty like a sunset or just being near the water. This is a way to shift the thoughts away from the things that are not wanted to the things that are wanted i use focus wheels i use meditation and i use breath work to do this so step one is recognize the power of your thought now step two is a really it's one that we hear a lot right practice gratitude step two is practice gratitude so oprah winfrey said if you look at what you have in life you will always have more but if you look at what you don't have you'll never have enough we gotta practice gratitude on the things that we have in front of us, not the things that we don't have. Because then we're always, great, you know, always kind of reaching for what is not there. And we'll always say things like, instead of saying, I don't wanna be broke no more, we start to say things like, I love how much I have. And like, I love what's in front of me. I love that abundance flows. And we, so we shift the thought by recognizing the power of the thought and we practice gratitude for what we have. Now I use something called the Great Day Journal. Many of you may have already heard of things called like a gratitude journal, but let me tell you about my great day journal. And I really like using this because it's a really simple five minute activity that you can do in the morning. All I simply do is when I get up, I write down three things that I'm grateful for. Now, sometimes this is verbal. I've been doing this with my partner lately and her and I um, are kind of enjoying sharing this back and forth with each other. But just three things you're grateful for. It can be anything, the pillow, the dog the sunset, the snow, whatever, whatever it is you're grateful for, just say those things, write them down. That's what you're grateful for. But then the next step is three things that would make the day great. So if you were looking for money, hey, you know what would make today great? Unexpected money coming in the mail. You know, what be, you know what would make today great? An unexpected surprise. Know what would make today great? An amazing meal. You know what would make today great? Would be um, something beautiful to, to look at. And so you you shift into that place of gratitude where you're saying, that would make today really great. Now, at the end of the day, you add three things that did happen that made that day great. They don't have to be the same things as the morning. They can be if that's what did happen. But if it's not, maybe you just look back at your day and say, I made it through the day. I'm happy that I um, got to have this interaction with my friend that made today great. And whatever that is, is you're going to bed with the vibration of gratitude see when we sleep all vibration ceases you go into sleep mode and this will enhance your sleep from nightmares to that of maybe just good dreams but it also shifts your mindset into that of gratitude and you wake up feeling gratitude so try the try the um the great day journal and see how that works for you i'd love to hear from you on ryan bean yoga if that's working or maybe just shoot me an email i have all the the links down below the third step is set an intention, not setting hopes. And what I mean by this is sometimes we say, I wish, I wish, or we pray. I guess pray, praying is a good, but the thing is is we're, we're expecting something to happen like a miracle. And sometimes that's just a lot. So we're, we can't, Abraham Hicks says you can't get there from there. So if you want a million dollars, you can't say, I want a million dollars now. You can't get there from there. You have to get there from here. And maybe that intention is finding a new way to create passive income or meeting somebody who wants to help you or whatever that is. But my intention needs to be an I am statement, not an I hope statement. It's an I am statement. I am powerful. I'm strong. I'm a creator. I'm loving. I'm compassionate. I am connected. I have everything I need. And you go on this rampage. I do this in Focus (laughs) Wills, which I guess maybe I should teach a class on that here on the podcast, but I rampage on it. And I set an intention for my day, reminding myself throughout the day what my intention is. Step four is sharing your gifts. Now, this one might be a hard one. You might say, well, I don't have any gifts. I'm not talented at anything. But your gifts are everything that you possess and have, not just externally, but internally also. So if you have extra change, share it. If you have a, a song you want to sing, share it. This is something that that I love when I see people doing, they just, they share their good mood. You ever been to a cashier you know, in a grocery store or a gas station? And they say, how, how, how you doing? And everyone usually says, good. How about you? Right. It's just the same thing. It's just sort of like this phrasing that we use in the English language. But what if someone said, how's your day? And you go, oh, man, I'm having a great day. Can I tell you about it? This is what this is what happened. How's your day? And you just sort of rattle off like all the amazing things that you wrote on your great day journal You know the beautiful sunset and I woke up and my pillow was so soft and my dog licked me on my face And it was a really amazing morning. How was your morning? You may really influence the way they feel just by sharing your gift of gab your gift of communication And if you have extra cash or extra money share it with others because i'm telling you Money is such an illusion. I'm not going to get into the illusion of money right now on this podcast, but I'm going to tell you that since investing in crypto, even though crypto hasn't been doing the greatest investment-wise lately, but since investing and since really shifting how my relationship with money I look at it so much differently. I just think of it as funny money. I always say that when I'm paying my bills with my card, I'm like, eh, here's some funny money. Cause I never really see my cash. I just kinda comes in for services and things that I do, and then it goes back out and things that I want. And when you take a different relationship to money, still being responsible, obviously, you begin to have that different relationship with that, with that money. And it becomes a gift that you can share rather than something you cling to as though it is scarce. When you get away from the scarcity mindset, you become, it almost like is a, an amplifier for abundance. When you move away from scarcity that you don't, you're not going to have enough. That's when it comes. And I'm going to tell you, abundance tends to come when you least expect it. When you're just kind of walking that karmic path. I think things like, you know, when you, if you are uh, in the habit of, uh, stealing, if you're in the habit of not being honest, when you change those habits, you shift into a, a place where you're happy to share. I don't know. It's, it's just like you, you it's, it's getting rid of that scarcity mindset. Like, I don't have enough for this. So, fifth step choose your words wisely. Oh, my goodness. Choosing my words wisely is something that I always try to do. And not just because I'm a you know, podcast host, but the way we speak to ourselves and the stories that we're telling make a massive difference. So think about the stories that you're telling, that you're telling your friends. Maybe the lady we were talking about at the beginning, what she's telling her husband or her friends about this guy in the parking lot and you know how horrible that is. And I've heard some Abraham Hicks talks about how some people are complaining about getting on the airplane and how horrible it was and how it made their experience even more difficult. And instead, moving into what's positive and what's really happening around you that's really really good telling the stories that uplift others and uplift yourself i don't try to i don't watch the news i don't try to spend a lot of time on areas of um social media that are that are not uplifting even the music i listen to the podcasts and i listen to um I do a lot of books, uh, audiobooks. Blink, uh, Blinkist is something I really enjoy um, because I can get a book a day in. It's really wonderful, and the music that I listen to and the podcasts that I listen to, and like you're listening to a podcast that's uplifting, and that really changes how you use your words wisely—not external and necessarily speaking to others, but how you speak to yourself and the stories that you tell. But now let's talk about how you speak to yourself. Remember that that example I used. I don't want to be broke no more. But what if you were to say, I love how it feels to be abundant instead of that? That's a different way of speaking to yourself that is not uh, maybe downgrading your experience, but really upgrading the possibilities that you can be abundant. You see, if we keep talking to ourselves as though we're not worthy, we're going to always be not worthy. There's just no way around it, right? like, Like Wayne Dyer said at the beginning, abundance isn't something that we acquire, It's something that we tune into and if you're tuning into the idea that you're not worthy then guess what that's the channel you'll stay on the unworthy channel i'm tuning myself into that that i am totally abundant that i have even more coming that's the channel that i want to be on number six notice the good around you not what's bad so we really need to move into an optimist mindset this comes from no news and limiting the social media stories but also in recognizing that there's good things happening all around us and when we see them maybe even wanting to be a part of them now this is going to kind of tune us into this abundance code project but noticing the good that's around us i despise the stories that say how awful the world is and when people say how we're tearing apart the world and how we're in this place about, I'm telling you what, Mother Gaia is totally healthy. She will always recover. She'll always be healthy and that good will always prevail. I will tell you that right now. We can look at all the bad things that are happening in the world and we can focus on them, but what happens when we start to notice the good? More good shows up. I can go on and on about how I manifested my van by looking at the good and how I even came into the relationship that I am by looking at the good and all the different things that can come into your experience by saying, I'm not going to look at the betrayal. I'm not going to look at the abandonment. I'm not going to look at the scarcity. I'm not going to look at the failures. I'm going to look at success, love, abundance, joy, happiness, gratefulness. That's what I'm going to look at because that is the good around me. And I'm going to move into an optimist mindset that says, yeah, I may have been served up this other stuff, but it is just simply me walking my path. I'm walking my path through kind of a difficult time, a little bit of discomfort, but guess what? It's going to prevail. That is where we go. Now, I want to tell you the last one, and then I'm going to move into the Abundance Code project, but the last one is affirmations. And affirmations is something that I can't, well, I can offer you a meditation with affirmations, but i want you to really make it make sense to you because what i've found is when people um, hear affirmations they need they need to be specific to them (sighs) or at least they need to radiate with you because i can be say i am abundant i am abundant i'm abundant but if you're thinking i am not very abundant well i'm just going to listen to this hope thing that it's going to work it might it might But what I'd rather see you do is how I do focus wheel creation and how I do vision boards and utilizing something that does make sense. So uh, let, let let me give you a good example. When I was manifesting my van, I was using, I wasn't saying I want a van. I hope I get a van. One day I'll have a van. I wasn't saying that. I wrote down the words I love my new tiny dwelling." That's all I wrote, I love my new tiny dwelling. It had not existed yet with me material-wise, but in the field of thought, it was out there. It existed, it had already been built. Someone else was owned it, someone else was driving it, someone else was using it, someone else was in the process of thinking about selling it. So I had to say, I love my new tiny dwelling. And then what I did is I surrounded it with statements like, I love being in nature. I love how it feels to explore, I enjoy, The project of creating my own space. I enjoy the safety that I have. I love the idea of being creative. I enjoy meeting new people who are have uh, the same ideals and um, you know experiences. I just wrote all kinds of things about how I like how it feels on an emotional level rather than what is kind of the opposite of what is wanted in front of me. Like, I don't know how I'll get there. I don't know how I'll get the money. I don't know how I'll finance it. I don't know how that'll work. Trust me, friends. I had all kinds of barriers trying to get into my van, including financing because, you know, it's just, they don't hold up to their their worth, right? That's just kind of the way that inflation is, and they just don't hold up to their worth. They, you buy, and once they have miles on them, they, they depreciate, and that's just the way it is. And so you have to find ways to make it work. So whatever it is that you're manifesting abundance-wise, it might not be money. It might be abundance of friends or opportunities or abundance of, you know, if you're an artist, maybe abundance of, of places to bring your art, or maybe it's flowing ideas, or there's so many things that are abundant, If you really look around you, there is no scarcity of abundance. I mean, I'm looking here outside my window and I'm in Southern Utah and we came out of a What is a 20 year drought? And I'm looking at these snow covered mountains and it's been raining. I mean, I don't know how many days now, but since since New Year's Day and it's been raining, I would say 75% of the time or snowing somewhere in Utah. Now, we don't know what forces are behind that, but I'm going to tell you that it doesn't feel scarce at all. It feels very abundant. It feels amazing. And so you look at things that are showing themselves to abundance. I don't think that we, you know, hear a bird complaining that there's not enough seed in the world for it to eat. We don't see the deer who are out there by the national park saying, I just wish there was more berries. They just go and find them and they make use out of what is there and they live their lives. Just like we don't see one tree complaining to another tree that they... You know, that darn elm tree over there, look how ugly it is. It should be more like me, the pine tree. We don't, the trees don't talk to each other like that. It's only humans who downplay their experiences, down, uh, you know, talk down to other people. And they do that in a way of fear and scarcity. So let's move out of those scarcity mindsets and help others building up this planet one person or one event at a time. So here comes the abundance code project. My idea is that I'd like to raise money using my Venmo page, which I'll put the link down below. And I'm going to create a winter project. Now, what I'd like to do is I'd like to buy winter coats, sleeping bags, tents, and socks, maybe just like little bags. If if, some, if there's somebody listening who has like a bag company or a sleeping bag company or clothing or anything that you'd like to donate, that is all very welcome because abundance doesn't just only come in the form of money. It comes in the form of things too. And I'd like to build homeless kits, if you will. I don't want to call them that. I want to call them, you know, abundance code kits. I want to call them abundance, winter abundance code project kits, but really it's for those who are in need. Uh, Primarily the homeless of these desert states. Um, I know that in southern Utah there are a few, and I would tell you that I'm probably going to try to see if I can find Benny again because I want to. He was so authentic and real, and I would love to put his story like on my TikTok if he would allow me or on my Instagram so that you guys could all experience him and his humbleness and his kindness and just really be inspired by him because um, that's wh- what inspired me. But I'm going to tell you if we can do really well with this project. I would like, when I'm down in Las Vegas, I would like to expand it to Las Vegas, giving out kits to people and helping as much as we can based upon how much um, we can raise together as a community. And I know it's scary for some, you know, it's hard to face reality and see that this is in front of us or we just don't have the time or we don't think that we have enough. But collectively, using this platform, I believe that we can do this together. I believe that the abundance code project can help a lot of people and all we have to do is even just donating a dollar if you hear this or you know someone is that could help send them our way because we want to help as many people as we can get through the ending of this winter and then maybe we move into something to for the summer but for right now this is the abundance code project our winter project abundance code winter project and you can donate by, by going to Venmo. And my Venmo is at Ryan Bean Yoga. And I am already grateful for all that's going to be coming in and all of you who are going to contribute and who are going to be inspired um, to be a part of this project. I can't wait to document it and share with you and show you some of the good that can happen in this world. And even if it's just for a minute, that this inspires you this inspires you to say that I can do more and that I can get out of my mindset, that I can get out of this place where I feel scarce because there's people who are probably in a worse place than you. And even just your dollar or whatever you're, you can give is going to help them and to make a world of difference. What I've noticed is that a lot of those who are um, in these situations are from random things like one little thing happens like where a car breaks down or they lose a job or there maybe there's a mental health condition or there's a breakup and that is what put them into that situation and yet some treat them like they're not actually human let's humanize people through the abundance code winner project thanks for your contributions and your feedback and your help much love friends see you on the next episode of life as an observer